ready to rock and roll. We have a good week for us. Yeah, dude, a lot of shit happens. A lot of shit happens, man. I feel like, if anything, this podcast is going to be more news-heavy than actual, like, deep dive. Yeah, well, we're definitely doing, like, a little experiment with the deep dive here. Like, we're doing something that we don't... I don't imagine us talking a whole lot about, like, platforms and technology. I just think, just given, like, where our headspace is at, like, I think it's just something worth talking about. Yeah, I mean, you know? it, it's good timing, I should say. Yeah, it's good timing. Like, we should go while it's still fresh. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, yeah, because we're reevaluating our, how we listen to music in order to get the best possible experience. I'm still standing by that. I don't know if I can make the full switch, but. I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You want to just jump right into the news, like right, right, right in? Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't even know we like started started, but oh yeah, yeah. no, we've been started. No, we've been going. Yeah. All right, purpose. We got we got four albums dropping tomorrow. All right. This is this might be a good week. This is gonna be a a really good week. Really good week. (laughs) Uh, so first off. An album I have a very good feeling about is Lupe <laughs> Fiasco, 100 Chicago's. So, Brandon, let, let's speak about this. Yeah, let's speak about this. How do you feel about this? Me? I'm feeling incredible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am feeling... I'm a huge fan of Lupe. At, when, I, when I heard that he was dropping this album, I went back. I've been re-listening to his shit all week. All okay. week. I've just been listening to the cool food and liquor, food and liquor too. Fucking, uh, it's a great discography. Yeah, I low key like looking back. It's certainly a week, uh, one of his probably his weakest album. But I don't hate lasers either. Yeah, I've heard that in general as well. Like a lot of people kind of say it's his weakest, like his weakest album. It's certainly his poppiest album. Yeah, it's a poppy album, and it's kind of. I feel like a lot of people look at it as like, oh, it's a sellout. Yeah, but it has. Really I think it all. Up. I think it does have some like strong, strong highlights. But like, that is true. yeah, but like, it's definitely his most mainstream album. Uh, I feel like the show you, goes on is probably his most mainstream song. Probably, probably. But like, here's the thing, right? Like, Lupe. I always forget that like Lupe came up like roughly at the same time as like. Not like post Kanye, you know, like. He's kind of in the same generation as, like, Kid Cudi, who he hates, mm-hmm. and, like, Drake. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, neither do I. Like, he, was, he was tweeting about him, yeah. like, cursing him out. My, like, my, oh, I hate seeing it. Yeah, I don't... I try not to pay it no mind, except when it's hilarious. Like, when Lupe was feuding with Childish Gambino. <laughs> and keep in mind, this was, like, in his, like, camp EP days. And, like, they were feuding on Twitter, and, like, someone asked, I think it was Childish about it, and he was just like, it's me and Lupe, no one's gonna die. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Like, nothing's really gonna come out of it. I, I would say, at least for Lupe, like, unfortunately, because I am much younger, I feel like Lupe was my brother's generation of music. Yeah, he's, like, like really he's close to, the, he's really, really close to the come up. Exactly. You know, I, I so, yeah. Like, mine, mine was all catch up. Like everything I listened to was like catching up yeah. past hits or whatever yeah. you want to say. But it's like, okay, now I get to actually dive into it. And it still held held its ground like years later. Oh, dude. His Kick, music... Push, Kick Push is so good. Dude, I love so Kick good. Push. I remember like I was right out of high school, right? And I was just getting into hip hop. Because like until then, 
until like my junior year, I listened to like exclusively metal. I was just getting into hip hop, and I remember hanging out with people and people being like, "Kick Push is like the most boring song in the world," and I'm like, "I need to get back to the West Side. This is not fun. I don't <laughs> like being here. Like, I don't what? belong here. How do you how do you figure, my guy?" <laughs> but like I feel different for, backgrounds. But like for me there's like a perception that like cuz like right like it does feel like Lupe is from like a previous generation. But yeah. at the same time, Food and Liquor came out 2 years after Man on the Moon. Really? The Cool yeah, came out true. 2 years before. So it's literally in the middle of everything. So like That's he's like so he's not like Maybe it's Maybe, just the sound ma- that he produces. And I think it also it might be, like, like, a it's... geography bias. Because okay. I remember hearing about Lupe, like, real, real early, but because, like, he's from the west side of Chicago, right? right. So, like, I feel like World one way or World another, World it's World just going to seep through just because, like, that's how culture works. Okay. Uh, that's fair. But, like, yeah, like, for me, too, because I remember, like, Food and Liquor, the one that came out in 2011, the one before Lasers. Was like the one that like, oh, th- that's like when I met Lupe, like for the, f- not for the first time, like seriously though. Mm-hmm. And even then, like I felt like I was going back, like deep to like listening to his music when it would been like four years. Yeah, I, I mean, just in general, like I feel like when, at like, least his earlier projects have that feeling of like, oh no, there's like this is that older style of rap, like different flows. This- I, I definitely feel like that... Stuff you don't really see nowadays. And so it takes you back into that time period and it feels better. Yeah. And I feel like that sound has been... It comes and goes with him. You know, like Food and Liquor 2, which like a good album, not a great album. Like it has a lot of that sound. Not exclusively. It's a little bit more mainstream, but a lot of that sound. But yeah. I feel like at least, at least present day, bringing it back to like today. I am excited for the album, but like, I won't say Lupe fell off because in no way did like his quality go down or anything like that. I just feel like he picked up much less streaming views when he got too woke, and I hate saying words like that. Yeah, but like, it's I... true. Where like he didn't even like promote his music anymore. He didn't do anything like that. Like he was just focused on a lot of political views. And you, you know. Views. I want to push back on that just because, like, that kind of implies that, like, his early stuff wasn't overtly and radically political, which it was. That is true. I think, but I do agree that, like, there is, like, a gap, right? And I don't think it has anything to do with the content or anything. But I think, like, the albums are now, like, 90 minutes. They're, like, really, like, epic in length. They're tracks are like nine minutes long you know it's how the message is and given, i just it's just like tietso and use drogas and drogas wave like i've listened to them all like they're all really really good but they're all over an hour right it's and, right. and they're all very you know impressionistic it's like almost hard to describe and that's why like i'm kind of really interested in this project because it seems to be a creative break from his last three albums. Because, like, they all had, like, that same aesthetic. They had the same symbol on the cover. They had the same naming convention. So I'm interested to see, is this, like, him kind of going back to his roots a little bit? Is this a new direction? 
Is it kind of in between? I'm actually looking this up right now. And the song, there's a song, 100 Chicago's, has been out for like a couple months. Okay. Yeah. And do you like it? I, I, I did, yeah. I didn't think it was like his best song ever. I've only gone back and listened to it a handful of times. Mostly because I couldn't find it on streaming services. And it came out like when I, while I was still using Spotify. So like okay. the only way to listen to it was on YouTube, and I just don't listen to music on YouTube like that. I'm actually looking up his Twitter page now, because I know you told me about it, but I haven't really been able to do all the research that I want to do. Yeah. And he's like decked out. He's got a Bulls jersey on. He's rocking Jordans. Yeah. He looks revived. Yeah. Um, Dude, I saw, him, I saw him in concert last year, and he gave on an incredible show. Wait, 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 sorry. Is he wearing a pair of D-Roses and a pair of Jordans? That's different. No, that's different. Okay. Interesting. Sorry, you know I'm a shoe person. That, that, that's very interesting. I'm excited. Man. I feel like he has, he's going to have a whole different flow. Because like I said, I, we kind of touched about it a little bit earlier. But I feel like it's the message and the way it's delivered. Like, obviously, he was political at the beginning of his career. But, like, it's no longer enjoying music, like, sitting down to enjoy music. It's, like, it's a mission. Like, it's a project. It's no longer, like, sitting down or, for example, just commuting to work and not really thinking and just having music playing and, like, being carefree. You can't do that with his latest projects because, like, it's the way the message is told. The way it's being delivered is so much different. Even if he's telling the same things or the same narrative or the same goals or whatever, like, it was a lot more catchy, I guess. Yeah. Not like, I don't know if catchy is the right word, but, like, it just, it flowed better. It was, it was easier to listen to on his, like, earlier projects. That's totally fair. So I just want to put this out there right now. I can't find anything confirming if it's a song or, like, the video and dropping the song on streaming. Or if it's the album. I know, I'm not like, sure. I see leaving. the video. Yeah, like, I know, like, he's dropping 100 Chicago's tomorrow. I don't know if it's a single. Well, the single's been out, because it says streaming. So, but I, think, I thought I read somewhere it was an album. But just want to cut this out so this doesn't age like milk. What Hold on. Um, there's a link. We can pre-save it in Spotify. Let me go to pre-save and log in and see if it brings me to either a song or an album. Let's see. He is talking on Twitter that like there is an album coming. So I don't feel stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say in general, something's dropping. There will be an album eventually at least. Yeah. So we'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. But uh anyway, yeah. If it's if it's really a showstopper, we'll be talking about it next week. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, tell me uh, close to the heart. Yeah. All right, so what's this uh, Dreamville thing coming out? Ooh, yes. And, like, I don't know. He always does this. I feel like Cole just drops him, like, out of nowhere. Like, literally, we haven't heard much from Cole. Like, he's, he's J. Cole. We don't really need to go into this. It's not like he tweets a lot or poses a lot. But, like, he's been quiet. And out of nowhere, bam. Yeah. Huge announcement. They're dropping a mixtape, a Gangsta Grills mixtape. I know this is going to be very rap-heavy. I've seen the feature list, a lot of really good features. This is right before they're doing their Dreamville concert. Oh, it's going to be crazy. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Yeah, dude, I, uh, I could use some Dreamville right now. 
it's gonna hold me down. Yeah. Like we're gonna get a little taste of all the all the like people that sign to it, people don't really listen to comment or uh, we don't listen to most often, I should say, would be like Omen, Cause, a little bit of Ari Lennox, she's been quiet. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm I'll be listening to this. I hope it's on title. I hope it's one of those things that comes out on title. And it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm going to bring that up later. But that's one of the negative parts I feel. It's a title. Yeah. But, no, no, that's yeah. totally fair. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... They, they never get stuff at drop, I feel like. they. When I looked for um, Child of God, when Chance came out, was not on title. I was trying to list like the master's quality. Nope. Well, the master, the master quality isn't there, but I found Child of God like the second it dropped. Maybe I was searching the wrong place. I don't know. Yeah. But regardless. All right. Uh, but yeah, so those are the two things dropping this week. Correct. There are some more things being teased coming up, I believe, for next week. I found. So five o four and finally dropping. Yes, sir. Dropping an album, and like now he's fresh, fresh in my opinion. Yeah, like he. Has he dropped anything like really notable besides those two Kanye songs, like the features? He dropped an album two years ago called 800 BC. It's not a long album at all. It's like eight songs. It's only 25 minutes long. Um, I have listened to it. I think it's pretty good. I didn't like. It's not crazy good, but like it, it's it's a pretty good quality. It's decent. It's something nice to listen to, at least if you want to find out who he is. It might uh be enough to have you be interested in the next project. Okay. So that'll be something I had to go back on. Just because, like, I had not heard of him when Off the Grid dropped. And, God, he is... Oh, I was going to say, yeah, don't get it twisted. I definitely went back after I found him through. Yeah. And then I thought he was also extremely good on that City of God song. Right, yeah, which is also very good. Yeah, it's like Alicia Keys carried that song, but any song about New York, she's gonna go crazy for. Yeah, yeah, she. It's uh, just in her blood. She, she can't really help She it. loves New York. Who doesn't? <laughs> Me. Eh, well, yeah, I'm what? sure. I'm sure it's fine. New York. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's say that. Let's see. It's crazy how like it started trending through the um, pandemic, or like the what is it called, like the sidewalk something. Yeah. It's like those little short videos of people screaming like we outside and Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, talk about Trump and uh I don't even remember all the stupid terms, but it, they're like trending on TikTok and stuff. Yeah, I know you, you like the the people in New York who just scream. <laughs> yes, that's that's the best way that's the best way to explain it. People uh just being stupid. Yeah, just if the dog's really... outside, just know I'm upside or you couldn't you couldn't do like that all here. this other stuff. No, absolutely not. Like, no, 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 no. no like, it would not fly. Like, we'll say hi to you on the street, but if you have a camera, we're gonna keep walking. <laughs> oh, 100%. Even if you don't have a camera, we'll keep walking. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, I, uh, I, I'm gonna check this out, and I'm probably gonna go check out that his old album. After, uh, uh, I would say it's going back, and it's worth going back to. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. And uh, who the is... next one I kind of added as a tr- as a troll. <laughs> I don't know who. Do you Corey... know who this is? Uh, no, no. Uh, Corey LeRae. And you know what? I'm not even going to explain. It. I want you to do a quick Google search. Make sure you have your laptop open. And, uh... 
<laughs> and see if you recognize it. You might recognize it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who this is. No, you've never seen it? No. God bless you. You haven't missed much. Um, no, I don't know who this is. I don't know how to explain her in a good way. She's, uh, what song did she have that was popular? One song. Is there like a conspiracy theory? Do people think she's someone else? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. No. Um, that's funny as hell. There's a song. Oh, 20 of them. That's the song. That's been like on TikTok. I'm like, 20 of them. No, little friends. That's, that's the person that made the, the song. Okay. She's coming out with an album called Trendsetter. She's going to have at least a lot of good features on there. But uh, she sounds like a little kid. She looks like... You know what? I'm not going to be negative today. Today's a good day. I'm not going to be negative. But um, yeah, I'm this, not uh, too excited for it. But uh, I'll listen to it. Yeah, this person just... Yeah, I have no idea who this person is. They seem to be friends I with people I know. I didn't know who this person is. No. I, I cannot believe you don't know who this is. Not in my person I know list. Well, he, like, like I said, you're I know some people. I added it as a troll. <laughs> I, I know some people in her also searched for, like Trippy Red and Rico Nasty. Uh, yeah, it's kind of in the same circle. Okay. I wouldn't say she's nearly as big as I mean, obviously. Because I know <laughs> the, those two. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, well that's a... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I probably will forget who this person is by the time we get to the, to the news. Like the headlines. <laughs> like by the time we get to the headlines, I'm gonna forget who that person is. <laughs> I already forget who this is. Who are we talking about? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, the, the troll effect wasn't exactly what I expected, but I'll take it. Alright. Um... Moving on. I didn't know about this single, so do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two singles we want to talk about this week are Vince Staples' Rose Street and Freddie Gibbs featuring Rick Ross' Ice Cream. And yeah, I listened to the, Did you listen to the Vince Staples one? I have not listened to it. I'm sorry. It, it's pretty That's hard. It's pretty hard. Really good. Really good. Really, really good. He's been dropping a bunch of singles lately. It seems like he's gearing up to drop an album. His uh, last one is... 10 out of 10. Yeah, I know. I I love a short album. And it's so compact from front to back. It's really good. Okay, I'll listen a to it A lot of beat tonight. switches. I, I've decided. Skits. I'm saving it I right can't... I'm saving Bro, it right now. You haven't listened to it? No. I, I'm telling you now, because it is 22 minutes, I will put... Like, I'm so serious. I'll put $20 down right now that when you finish it, you will play it again. Just because like it's so it's that good and it's that short, like you're gonna listen to it, you're gonna be like, This song hits, this song hits, this song hits, and before you know it, it's gonna be over and you're just gonna replay it. Alright. That's uh that's some tall talking. So we'll we'll see how that plays out after after this podcast. Once again, Thank keeping the tradition alive of not listening before the podcast. <laughs> Would it be fair? It, yeah, to be fair, I did listen to the single that we're talking about, yeah. I, I did fell on this one. I'm looking at the yeah. cover art, that's different. Yeah. What that's about. All right, and I 
despite my enormous love for, for Freddie Gibbs, I uh, did not listen to this latest song of his. Well, I don't I think it comes out tonight. Uh, you I want to say. Oh, okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah, you didn't miss much. There's a little um, there's a little video on his page that was like a what a twenty second. Ooh, my God, excuse me, cut that out. It's like a twenty second snippet of him like playing a. It almost looks like an old video game. Yeah. Like a newspaper video game. Like you throw a newspaper and you drive down the street. Oh, like Paperboy? It's playing. Yep. Basically. And it's playing um, a nice little 20 second snippet and it's hard. Like it's loaded. God. It's a lot of different sounds. <laughs> God. I, I've been listening. Be I, I've been listening to more and more Freddie Gibbs. I, I've been getting see? into him too. Yeah, dude. He's really fucking good, man. Like everything he drops is just so good. I've been slipping. Yeah. But I'm, I'm catching up. I'm catching yeah. up. Did you see the video of him roasting Joe Rogan? Oh. What? Oh, my God. Well, they were oh, on this. So. so so they're friends. Okay. Yeah, they're friends. Like, I, I think Freddie's been on the podcast like three, four times in the last couple of years. So they're, they're friends. And I, I'm sure you know about the, the videos that dropped where he was saying all the racist shit. And yes. I, I could not repeat anything. Of course. Said, but it's like it canceled before well, you like, promote the playlist. Yeah. Just, oh, just like, holy shit. Like, uh, but it is so funny. It's like he, they were both on another podcast. It's not the Joe Rogan podcast. But, like, he's there. And the other thing is you can tell that, like, Joe Rogan is extremely uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Like, you could tell he is, like, very... Was he making fun of, like, what he was doing recently? He was basically? completely destroying him. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was... You gotta... I'll find it. I'll send it to him. He was calling it out. Like, it was... And, and like, at the same time, like, he's... The whole point, I would say, is him, like, saying, like, oh, Joe Rogan's fine. But, like, he mm-hmm. is trial by fire. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, like, I could not wait to hear what you say, what you think of this. I feel like it's going to be so bad. I'm just going to It's so funny, dude. It's, uh, Freddie Gibbs could be a comedian. Like This I do agree with. I'm actually, it's funny that you said that. I'm looking at his Twitter page right now because yeah. I wanted to, like, look up the video that he put up, the 20-second video. And, like, he is active on Twitter. He responds to, like, a bunch of different tweets, and it is always hilarious. My God. Give me one second. I'm going to see if I can find it, because I was watching it. I'm kind of shocked I didn't send it to you. How recent is it? Oh, I sent it to the group chat we have with Jeff. Go, go watch it, but away from your mic. We can, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we can edit this out. We'll edit this <laughs> okay. out. Okay. <laughs> We'll edit some of it out. Yeah. So we can explain what just happened. <laughs> All right, let me pull this up. All right, hard cut, everybody, because we, I made Purvis watch that video. Purvis, what did you think about that video? Okay, that, that actually was very funny. I'm Freddie Gibbs lie. is you fucking can, hilarious. Yeah. The shit he, he said that was about, actually perfect. The shit he said about Dave Chappelle was... <laughs> I, I did not expect that. And I feel like they're all cool, so like, obviously it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That oh yeah, that you could, that's, that's like, like the borderline. Like okay, <laughs> no, no, like he was going hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he basically got kicked off the stage. At yeah, end. well, yeah, because he started talking about reparations. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But, um, okay, so yeah, off that tangent, we're back. 
We're back. <laughs> Purvis, something very important happened to you about moments after we finished the show last week. Bro. Like, <laughs> very important. And I, I would say, I would say at this point, Chance the Rapper's career is inextricably tied to this podcast. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, it's fully intertwined. Um, it's, it's insane. Dude, right after we ended the last podcast, he, he dropped the single. And I remember last week I was saying, like, bro, I'm telling you right now, I've been saving up bail money because there's two things that's going to happen. It's either I'm going to burn down the city because it's that good, or, ooh, I don't know if I should say the second part. <laughs> I was going to do something very illegal, which was going to require bond, uh, bail money. But either way, I like how that implies that burning down the city isn't illegal. (laughs) It would have been out of a celebration. Look, when the Bulls won, everyone went stupid. It'll be of the same nature. Yeah, fair point. The song is really good. It's it's really really good. good. It's really good, man. The way I was... As you can assume, I've listened to it probably about 50 times. And that's not an exaggeration. Um... It it reminded me of a little bit of coloring book, but it had like a couple of like sprinkles of acid rap. Like it was a dark churchy feel. Yeah. And what you said through text was actually perfect. Yeah. You feel like you're in a basement of a church. Yeah, it does feel like a church basement. Like and yeah, like the drums come in. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh no, the way the drums come in halfway through the song is fucking delectable. It's, it's so, so good. good. The lyrics are good. I, so I don't good. know. Fantastic. Like, Bro. I would say, okay, here's something my, I might push back a little bit. I don't know how deep the lyrics are. They're deep-ish. But, like, the, like the, but the flow and just, like, yes. the way, like, it, he syncopate, syncopates the whole thing. Incredible. Absolutely. Like, the wordplay is fantastic. I think it's exactly what he needed right now. 100%. Like you said, it's not too deep, but he needed to drop yeah. something with like some bars. It need, look, the only thing chance the only thing a chance the rapper song needed to be was good. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, like <laughs> yeah. look, I would prefer and I like this direction. I like how he's like cuz to me, I don't think it sounds like acid rap even a little. I think it sounds as different from acid rap as everything he's released since. But I think it's very good. And I think it just sounds like a little bit more of a darker version of Coloring Book. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we agreed upon. Yeah. And I hope that's the direction for the new album. You know, and I'd like some of the the highlights of Coloring Book. You know, some of the moments of like pure joy on Coloring Book are quite incredible. I'm just very curious. Like, because obviously you can't make a whole album like this song. It is a good song. But it won't last over, I don't know, 13, 14 songs. Yeah. But I want to know what other sounds he could bring to the table where yeah. it could last a good 45 minute, maybe, maybe an hour, maybe album that, you know, has multiple different flows, different beats, but still shows that, like, you got it. But it's still good. Yeah. Look, also, fair to say, better than anything off the first album. I would say this is the best song that's came out since a song on Coloring Book. I would go that far. Yeah, because I, I, those those singles that came out pre the big day, they're really good. Like they they really are. Six singles are good. They yeah, are. but this is but better. this is better. 
this is better. One hundred percent. This is better. Now maybe I- I'm gonna leave it open for that to change. Just like you never know. Like you know, he he hasn't dropped really compelling music in a while. Maybe we we're just really really happy that it's just genuinely good. But yeah, oh, I already knew. A, like I was gonna overhype this. Like yeah. I told you from the jump. If it's yeah, if it's good, I will make it seem amazing. Yeah, but like, I, I can't help it. But I do think it's legitimately good. I, you know, I, I, I'm as cynical as they come. And when I put it on, I was absolutely Man, this enthralled. pre-chorus? Ugh. Oh, my God. I just, I like the whole thing. Uh, the, the do your thing, child? Oh, my God. I've been saying that all week. <laughs> every time someone's this is like, actually true you've actually texted me that multiple yeah. times uh, every time someone comes up to me in the office like oh I'm gonna go do this I'm like do you think chow <laughs> go right back to <laughs> writing copy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm super excited do you think we're gonna get more music sooner or later I feel this is the first really dominant positive thing that Chance has had in the years. Like, even when he's been in the news, yeah. there's always been, like, that stipulation where it's always something negative that was attached to it. Like, anytime he would post something, someone would make fun of his wife. Or whatever it might be. This is the first it thing... It was very funny. In a very long time, it was. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say this is the first thing in a very long time. Nothing but positive reviews is all I've seen so far. I've seen nothing actually, like, negative. And I think he is going to get in the groove of things and like want to push out more sooner yeah i mean i really do i i really do i i really hope i really hope that you're correct and like i just could you imagine like how like because put yourself in the shoes of like imagine this album is as good as we want it to be and like imagine his career going forward from there you know i i think this dude could be this is going to have like a Death and rebirth, <laughs> like a <laughs> rise, death. We and, talked about yeah. this before. One of the few people with two peaks. Well, we'll see, but yeah. Look, yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, and I know you're not surprised. I bought the hoodie. I okay. bought the hoodie. Yeah, I brought no. my brother the shirt too. That's cool. I don't. Even I know. am fully sold in. No, no, you go do that. I'm not going to shame someone for buying merch. But so, speaking of, and kind of tangentially related, because. Uh, these artists are very close. Kind of kind of taking a detour. I think this is the episode of detours. Uh, that's a perfect way to go. Yeah, this is kind of like... I, I think those are probably our most popular segments is, are just detours. So, I was going to say, there, we still have a lot to cover. Yeah. <laughs> we have not gotten to the <laughs> biggest Jesus. thing. We have not gotten to we the have... slap her around the world. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten to the slap. We haven't talked about, like... Even though we don't really care that much about the Grammy, so we still have to talk about. Oh yeah, undeniably. But like, yeah, there's there's a lot. But this is this episode is going to be like, oops, all, (laughs) (laughs) oops, all rants. Uh, But uh, Atlanta's back. Atlanta's back. Donald Glover's TV show. Uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, uh, an incredible music career, incredible television career, incredible everything. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, look, I'm as big of a Donald Glover fan as they come. I, I hope he can get into more better movies. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm just sitting like, trying to think of movies he's in, and I guess that is. Yeah, I mean, he was I in... I mean, he's been in big movies, but, like, I guess the role wasn't that big. Yeah. There, he's, uh, he's, there have been hints in the, consp- in the, in the geekosphere that he's oh, coming, Lord. he's coming, he's going to come back for the Lando series. I was going to say, like, his biggest thing I would probably say is working with Star Wars. Either Star Wars or Simba in The Lion King. That's tough. I don't but know. Like, I big. Want him in but like, I want him in like. But like, I want Donald. Like, I. Because I think he's a really, really good actor. I want him in a Spike Lee joint. You know? That would be something. Put him in a Nolan movie. Put him in, um. God, what's his name? You're going to hate me. The person that's been recent, recently putting out all the music, Keenan and Pill. Or not the music, the. Uh, movies, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. Put him in a Jordan Peele movie. Put him in one of the movies. Like, yeah. dude, he'll be perfect. Dude, he got permission Imagine him from... him like you or... Yeah. Us or... Dude, that new Jordan Peele movie looks great. Oh yeah, I'm gonna see it. Oh my God, so hype. But, but yeah, so next season of Atlanta dropped. I have not watched any of the television that came out in the last two weeks. I am going to... Oh. Start Moon Knight today and probably Atlanta tomorrow. But I always like to have like a couple episodes out. Just like I agree. Yeah, just because like one Atlanta, especially like a show like as cerebral and it's not a show that's like easy to spoil. You know, it's not about the plot. It's not about like the twist. It's about like watching it and the experience and the jokes. Right? Right. It's like, it's very hard to like spoil a show like Atlanta. And I just, the thing is that I always get upset like when I only have like one episode to watch. Yeah, I totally can understand you know, that. So Even I'm, now, what I would say, like, it's the same feeling I feel towards Bel Air. Like, I want to wait for a couple episodes to come out and then dive in and like enjoy it. Final episode tomorrow. Big deal. Yeah. Final episode. Oh, is there another season? There is already another season. There's two more Perfect. seasons. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, oh. the, so, have you heard the, the story of how Bel Air got made? I have no idea about anything. I, like, wasn't even going to watch that at first. I think you put me on. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll listen to, like, or I'll watch the first episode or so. Then it opens up with that track. Mm, yeah, it was a wrap. Yeah. To be fair, I think it deserves it the whole way through, but yeah, it starts real strong. Yeah. I think this might be our episode next week when when it's all over. So we'll we'll talk about this at a later date. For sure. For sure. For sure. But uh, Atlanta. Atlanta is back. And only two more seasons. This season and next season. I'm just glad that there's more. I don't, yeah. I don't care how much there is. Just yeah. give, give me all of it. Yeah. Well, the good news is that they've already shot the next season. So it's, okay. it's going to come quicker. Much, much quicker. There'll be nothing stupid going on. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I, uh, you know what's <laughs> interesting is like Donald Glover is the only uh, person in Hollywood. So he, he has another show that's coming from on Amazon Prime. Have you ever seen the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, with Ben, uh, not Ben Affleck, Brad Pitt and Angelina uh, Jolie. Yeah. Yep. 
Donald Glover is starring, writing, and directing, I think, uh, a remake of that for Amazon. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And the girl, I forget her name, but his original co-star left because she had creative differences with Donald, right? Which is usually code for this guy's an asshole, right? Uh, and she, like, in, like, press for, like, another movie was talking about how Donald is, like, the best creative partner. They just couldn't agree on stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's nice to hear he's not an asshole to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to see that. Yeah. Especially because, like, he could be weird sometimes, so it's not. Probably comes off. Yeah. Uh... I, I would not be super shocked to find out that he was, but I'm glad to know he isn't. Yes. All I right. mean, it's funny because my brother actually sent me, I think he sent it to our email, so I think you can watch it too, but he sent me a video comparing him to Kanye in, in the nature of like, they just, the way they think about art in general is different and they can come off as arrogant. I, I, saw, I, uh, I saw the email, I went and I watched the video. It was really good. Perfect. Good, yeah, there you good, go. You already know. Yeah, it was a, yeah. I think I'd already seen the video. Okay, okay. Yes, but I watched it again, and Isaac, great video recommendation. And I, that's, I, I kind of agree. Like, I've always thought, like, Donald Glover kind of existed in the same space as Kanye. And I, I think the, the next one has, is already apparent, in my opinion. And that would be one Kevin Abstract. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. Think, I yeah. think he could totally be in that, that sphere. He's got to start putting out his own stuff a little bit more. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff he puts out on his own is really, really good. That's true. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get to it. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um. So, so one of our uh, shared personal <laughs> heroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm interested because, like, you're a comedian too, so like. You you have a couple of different point of views. I do. I t- okay. So I, do we have to talk about Chris Will Smith's left? Yes, we right? have to talk about. No, this. I know we have <laughs> to talk about this, but do we have to say like what we're talking about? Like Will Smith math slapped Chris Rock. Uh, Why did he smack Chris Rock? Let's just put it out there and get it over. Oh yeah, he smacked Chris Rock because he told a joke about Jada Pinkett's alopecia. There we go. And so we're all caught the, up. Okay, so here's the thing. One. Like, my, my ultimate take is I hate how much we're talking about this. Like, it's, <laughs> Everyone does. Like, it's, uh, it's a trashy joke. Uh, it was a slap. They both, they both kind of suck to do. It's, why are we talking about this? Like there are, there, there are we multiple, have to talk about are, it because not, it's not, probably one of the biggest. Not you and me. Not you and me. I disagree. Russia invaded Ukraine. <laughs> okay, no. In, in terms of entertainment, Jesus. <laughs> but like, but like, my thing is like, they're not talking. I'm not talking about Twitter. I'm talking about like this shit's on like the news. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Going and like, let's not. Like, yeah. Too much. Well, like that's but what's happening. Yeah. So. That's I my, think that's why. It's that's because like it's my, the Oscars like you, and like it's a worldwide thing. But you ask me what I think. That's my, that's my operative. That is that's, the, that's the main thought. That's my main thought. Is that like uh, the second I saw people like people like asking like inter- the celebrities interviews on the news about this. I'm <laughs> like, 
Jesus Christ, what is yeah, going super. on? The other thing is like, I don't know. Like, I'm. You're right. I'm a comedian. Okay. And like, I think Will Smith is clearly in the wrong. But like, okay. I also don't think it's a big deal. Does that make sense? Like, uh, yeah, yes, that yeah, makes total like, sense. At first, I thought like, oh, Chris Rock like probably just didn't know that Jada Pinkett had alopecia. And then someone made me clear, it's like, no, he almost certainly knew that she has a hundred percent he knew. And like, look, here's the thing, like, and this is gonna sound like bizarre, but it just helps me with my creative process. I like No no no, I just when I write a joke, because like I like to play with some I like to toe the line of like what's acceptable. Like I think You've you've seen me do comedy. <laughs> I have seen you. I have seen you stand up and uh, yeah. you definitely yeah, like push kinda, the limits. I, 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 I like to push the limits, right? But the thing is, I always right. like to push the limits. I feel like there's like this idea of like political correctness. Like it's like oh, it's politically correct to like be <clears throat> nice to gay people, and then there's right. like actual political correctness where I say like. Yeah, most police fucking suck. And everyone's like, oh my god, he's killing eagles in front of babies. Like, or maybe, maybe, like, 9-11 didn't happen. Like, and everyone loses their mind. Like, You're cutting that out. It's not like, not like the Joker. Everyone loses their mind. But like, but, like, that's... But you see what I mean? So, like, but, like, I have the... I try not to, like, shit on people who are, like, marginalized or for shit they can't control. And, like, a medical condition, if I had thought up that joke, and I admit, it's a tame joke, right? Okay. But, like, every week I sit down and I write, like, I write jokes. Not as much as I should, but every week I sit down and I write jokes. A lot of them I end up crossing out because I think they come across as mean-spirited. And, like, if I would have wrote that joke about someone who I knew had alopecia, I would cross it out. But here's the thing. Like, a tasteless joke, like, yeah, it's, like, it's fucked up and, like, wrong, but it's, like, the least wrong thing in the world. <laughs> and I don't think it's worth slapping someone. That being said, I think slapping someone is a very minor, minor thing. And that's where we align. I would say, like, at least with Will... So there's two different versions of this, and, and it's funny that... I think this is the first time we've talked about it at least. So in depth. Yeah, in depth at least. It's funny, I was texting one of my friends from church the other day, and I was texting her and I was like, So well, how do you feel about it? And she gave me this whole breakdown. And I'm not gonna lie, it was very like Afrocentric. It took a very different view that I was not expecting that I was focusing on like some of the hardships that like black women go through. And I won't really dive too deep about that. But she asked my opinion. And I realized that the conversation was a pretty serious conversation, if that's the kind of route she was going. So I asked her, I was like, do you want a politically, like, political correct answer? Or do you want my, like, actual answer? Because <laughs> there's, there's two different things. There's, like, I can give you the politically correct answer, or I can give you my black answer, and I can come from a black guy. If I'm being honest, I feel like the joke was uncalled for. I feel like he only said it because he thought he didn't get away with it. Which is why I think the slap was justified. Because like you said, as a slap, it's not even that bad. 
Like yeah. people were trying to hype it up like, oh, he physically assaulted him. I mean, by definition he did. But like it's yeah, not no, that deep. Like legally like <laughs> right. le- yeah, legally, like legally yes. speaking, like yes, what he did constitutes assault. Right? Yes. 100%. And that's what you would call it. Well, that's just like a fact. Right? But right. like I to me it's almost fucked up. Like it's almost like really cruel to like people who are victims of like assaults. <laughs> like Actually, to describe that, that that way. Like because like and, he Chris Rock didn't even lean back, dude. I've seen people like Oh, he took it. Like I've seen people get knocked out from a slap, right? Yes. And like look, it looked like he he really hit him, but like it could not have been that hard. <laughs> like like What I, I would say, Will Smith's a pretty jacked dude. If he hit, slapped him as hard as he could, I don't think Chris Rock could have withstood it the way he did. That's what Oh I mean. yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. He would have been on the ground. He yeah, yeah. Been on the ground 100%. Yeah. And one of my friends brought this up because to be honest, when it first happened, there's a very long drawn out debate. I am in a group chat with like 20 people, all guys who think they're all right. Including myself, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. And there was a whole debate on like, is this real or fake? Like basically are they doing this for publicity? Because I, I don't think works. I, I I think it's real, but I don't think that's irrational. Exactly. And so I off the bat, I was like, I think this is real. Like yeah. it, you look at the like the situation, what happened, the reaction before and after, yada, yada, yada. And, like, one good point that did come off is, like, this could be fake. I think, and it does benefit him, Will Smith has been an actor for a very long time, decades now. Yeah. I don't know how long, but it's been years. I mean, with that... Pro- late, his first movie was Bad Boys in the early 90s, and Fresh Prince was his first TV thing, and it was, like, the late 80s. There you go. So literally decades before yeah. we were born. Yeah. So with that being said, it looks the slap literally looks like something you'll see in a movie. Like he followed through. Like yeah. the flow of the slap, like the stance and everything, like it looks almost animated. Yeah. So with that being said, I think he made it to create a statement and to prove a point. Yeah. But he doesn't gotta actually like do anything that bad. Yeah, no, I don't think... Yeah, it was a statement, right? And, like, I feel like it's wrong, and I don't feel like you can justify, like, getting up and slapping someone over a joke, because that is a standard that no one can live up to. What do you mean? Well, like, I've seen Jada Smith say some, like, Jada Pinkett Smith say some, like, fucked up shit about poor people. You know, she's said some fucked up shit before. Right? Mm-hmm. Should someone slap her? Like, I, I don't think that's right either. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. You know, like, it's saying. just, it's a, it, it is a standard that, like, is, it, that does not acknowledge our humanity and the fact that we make mistakes, right? Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, it's okay for Chris Rock to tell that joke. No, I don't think it's okay for Chris Rock to tell that joke. I just also think it's not okay for Will Smith to hit him. Does that make sense? Yes. Like multiple things. That can makes be, total sense. Yeah, multiple things can be wrong, right? I'm not. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, two like, wrongs don't make it right. For sure. There's one like, way to like look at it. And yeah, like it's 100 percent like, especially like with black women and other women of color, like they just haven't had like a lot of defense in this culture, and that's fucked up. And so I I get like why there is that impulse, and yeah. it's not something I could ever understand. Right, like it's not 
like no matter how progressive no matter how many books i read i'm never gonna understand what it's like to be black i'm never gonna understand what it's like to be a woman and i'm never gonna understand the unique intersection of being a black woman but Mm -hmm. it's just i know what it's like to be human and (laughs) i i just think like that's just a impossible standard for anyone to live up to and but that being said i think a lot of people are being like either very silly or outright bigoted in their responses Oh yeah, that that's yeah. perfect way to yeah. wrap it up. Well, like <laughs> every response has been well, like over the future, man. Well, well, something and like this is how I kind of want to wrap it up because like something I thought was interesting because like I was mainlining like bad blue check liberal takes, right? And like right. G- like Jim Carrey like literally said like you know he doesn't care that Chris Rock wants to press charges. LAPD should have taken him out in handcuffs, and it's like. Yeah, like Judd Apatow said, like, oh, he could have killed him, and it's like, yeah, I saw some chicks like, yeah, and it's like, like, and I remember telling my parents, who like my parents are like relatively conservative people, but they also really like Will Smith, so I was like, what do you guys think? And it's like, yeah, it's fucked up thing to do, but we still like Will Smith. And then I asked my dad, who was who's in law enforcement, has been since the eighties, and I'm like, what do you what do you think? Like, you know, of these people who think he should be arrested, even if Chris Rock doesn't want to press charges. And he's like, those people don't understand how the law works. Like, if Chris Rock doesn't <laughs> want to press charges, he literally didn't commit a crime. And, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that, that's the end of the story. That's the end of the book. Oh, and oh, no, no, this is the end of the story. Uh, in the 60s, uh, six security guards had to hold back John Wayne from beating up a woman on stage. So just so everyone knows, this is not the most violent thing we've seen at the Oscars. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. That's like, another everyone, one of the points that was brought up. Like, there's been much worse things. 100%. Than that, like, the Oscars, 100%. Than just in and, general. And the other thing is, and I said it as a joke up top, but, like, Will Smith is, like, one of my favorite actors ever. Like, and it sucks that this is what people are going to talk about when he finally gets a very well-deserved best Oscar now. Very, yes. Yeah. I, have you seen King Richard? I, I think that's the worst part about it. Yeah. That's 100%. Have you seen King Richard? I've seen the first half of it. I did not finish it. Oh my god. It's really fucking good. I've seen it twice. And it's not, I mean, what, what I saw was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's really, really good in it. And he's always been a really, really good actor. Ugh. Oh, no question. Yeah, that, that's not even up for debate. But yeah, I say let's, uh, let's end it up there. Will... Well, one last thing that I would say then. Oh, go ahead. We can go end ahead. it off. Go ahead. I, I go swear, ahead. we can end it off. Go ahead. Um, the, there, there are many positives that came out of it. And I, I feel like some things that are not discussed are what happened afterwards at the actual event where, like, Denzel Curry and Tyler Perry had, like, a speech with Will Smith. I feel like that's a very, very important piece of the story that is getting overlooked. Oh, yeah, the way so, Denzel and Tyler Perry really mediated that. And like, right. It, it shows that the cultures come together. We all have each other's back. Like, understanding you're in the heat of the moment. But, like you said, and Loki is a Bible verse. Um, but, like, when you're at the top of the mountain, like, don't lose sight of what you're doing. Like, when you're at the top of where you are, that's where the devil comes in the strongest. So, like, you need to, like, have control of your emotions. You need to, re- like, realize who you represent. Like, we've come way too far yeah. <laughs> as a community to get kicked out the Oscars. Yeah, and like, like oh, Samuel I, Jackson won a fucking trophy. Like, it, it's it's a big night, dude. I am so upset that they didn't air the honoraries. 
I wanted to see Sam Jackson get that award so bad, and I had to watch it on someone's cell phone footage. <laughs> Dude, I, I know everyone loves Sam Jackson, but very, I think very few people are aware of how good of an actor he is. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. And just the absolute last thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I saw some people who were kind of like, oh, it's kind of fucked up that like Will Smith... Like, they were helping Will Smith and not Chris Rock, because he's the one who got slapped. And, like, on mm-hmm. one end, like, I, I kind of get it. But on the other end, I'm like, like, Chris Rock got slapped. And Will Smith is, kind of looks like he's going through a breakdown. So, <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah. like one of those yeah. things requires more attention. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, see, that opens up a whole other conversation that I brought up. And, like, I, God, I don't want to keep, like, diving deeper yeah. within the situation. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like Will is honestly getting the short end of the stick, and there's a lot of reasons why I feel that, including I, I think he's in an unhealthy relationship, and I feel like he had to do that kind of as a statement of like, "Hey, we're still a team." You know, I one hundred percent openly is cheating on me. <laughs> first off, I I would not describe what I think is going on there as cheating. I think okay. it is an open relationship. Uh, that is having a very negative effect on Will. Because, like, cheating... Like, I, I, I think Will's aware of all the shit that's going on. Like, that fundamentally changes it, at least in my opinion. And it... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to speak... I really hate when people play, like, armchair doctor, but, like, it kind of looked like a trauma response, man. It kind of looked like... That's what I'm saying. Like, it kind of looked like... And that's when people do, like, really, really, like, stupid shit is, like, when they have, like, a traumatic trigger. Like, that's what that means. Like, go up right? on the and Oscars I'm... and slap the comedian. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, also, uh, fuck all these comedians who are like, now everyone's going to slap comedians. First off, most of you need it. Relax. Yeah, yeah like, most of too. you could that's use too. a couple to ground yourself and maybe help your comedy. Secondly, <laughs> maybe learn to fight, too. Like... <laughs> it's funny one of the like tiktoks i saw was saying like uh somebody was saying like if someone told me that a rapper slapped a comedian i will put my life savings down that it dude, was kanye dude this is okay <laughs> perfect perfect pivot because <laughs> next weekend is the grammys and yes do we think kanye is gonna hit someone because that <laughs> I, look I would not be surprised if Pete was there that there was some kind of stupid fight. Honestly, I would not. Yeah, no, neither would I. Now, now, why would Pete be there? I have no idea. He shouldn't be, but I'm just saying. Ugh. But let's uh, let's hop let's into these Grammys. Yeah. It, the Grammys. I thought what would be best is just because we've we've kind of established this early in the podcast, and we texted about this. But uh, earlier, you texted me. Yeah. Said in the first text, Purvis. And then the second text, you went, I don't give a shit about the Grammys. I don't. I don't. And my response was, Brandon, I don't either. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) that's the thing. It's just, like, every year, like, the Oscars were, like, for a long time, the only ones I liked. Like, the only award show I liked. I haven't watched the Oscars in years now. I have completely like soured on the idea of like a award show okay. right because like th- this year i was not watching the oscars and everyone was like i had to figure out what will smith did 
Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I did not watch it live. I don't know anyone that actually watched it live. Yeah, I don't know anyone either. Uh, it was just a top Twitter moment. That's not true. My boys, my my friends watched it, but so the Oscars. I'm like I, I've completely fallen out of love in because out of love with because like it it's such a small number of like the people who work in Hollywood, right? The Academy is only like there's only like three thousand members of the Academy are like working in Hollywood and like the rest of them are all retired and it's like another 7,000 but like the Grammys are decided by 14 people who are like the marketing department at Billboard <laughs> are you serious yeah no yeah I don't know any of this stuff yeah. I mean I, I've already did that, that's what I've been that's what I was told in a class in college I don't know if it's still true anymore but yeah like the Grammys are done by the billboards and it's right. mostly decided by their marketing department so like Oh, it's useless. Yeah, okay. so, like, I don't like comparing the two, but they both suck. <laughs> but, yeah. like, it is undeniably culturally significant. And, like, as jaded as I am, right, as jaded as I am, when someone who deserves it gets an award, it still feels good. I don't think it's possible to become so jaded that you... Don't even feel joy when you know someone deserves something, you know? Like, for example, uh, Montero is the only album that's, like, kind of rapish in the uh, record of the year, right? Yep. Okay, so I think Little Nas X is, like, a really interesting, like, like boundary-pushing artist. I, I think it'd be cool if he won. I don't care. Nope. But, like, I think <laughs> it would be cool. Like, you know what I mean? Right, I will be happy for him by all means. Yeah. Good for the culture. Good for him. I don't care. Yeah. It's kind of how I Yeah, am it's just kind of hard. Like, it's really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what we'll do, we'll just look at it at a high level then. Yeah. Because, I, like, you, like I kind of said earlier, I don't know anything, I guess, about the structure of the Grammys, clearly. Right. I just know that it doesn't really matter because I really see the people who are supposed to win. win. I guess that's opinion-based, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so we'll just look at it at a high level. I just found out the structure is that there's a general field section, yeah. which is, I guess is an overall look on all the genres, yeah. and then they break it down by genre. Because yeah. this is a rap album, we'll just talk about the rap section. Yeah. Okay, so we have Best Performance. We have Family Ties. Now, is that for Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar? I mean, it's a song by Baby Keem. It did include both of their names, but yeah. I'm assuming they'll both be there. Yeah. Up, that's well, that's Baby Keem will be there. Who knows what kids yeah. will be there. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to say it. My Life. It, you think My Life? I, that's the, okay, that's so, my favorite of those songs. My Life, Thought Shit, Up, and Family Ties. Okay. I, I thought Up was fun, but silly. I thought Thought yep. Shit was good, but not for me. Family Ties is extremely good. My Life is one of the best songs of last year. Yeah, I'm stuck between those two. And I don't know yet because Family Ties, I feel, had a bigger impact at drop. Whereas, like, oh, Kendrick's back. And it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Although, no, that's, my life it was undeni- a Oh, it was undeniably a bigger cultural moment. Right. Undeniably. That's why I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of stuck between the two. I guess if the actual... Judgment is on best performance. Dude, the singer probably... on my life, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's my life. Yeah, I think don't, don't get me wrong. Family ties is good. Like, I, I'll defend 
Baby Keem. Because some people say that, like, Kendrick makes that record. I disagree. I think Baby Keem is... Oh, he... Absolutely earns that feature. Like... I, I would... I would go as far as to say it's as good or better. Like I would, I would, I would push better. Yeah, I don't because he he kills his part. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Man, I, I don't. I, I would I, say I would say he he earns a feature as good as Kendrick Lamar. Like I would say it is that good. Like it's extremely good. I just don't know if it's as good as Kendrick's verse. Like, I gotta keep it real. Just gotta be honest. I'm gonna say it's a Baby Keem song, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. Um, the next the next section was a much harder though. For yeah, me. best so, melodic performance. Right, so we're looking at Pride is the Devil, uh, Need to Know, Who's that Industry by? Baby, Need to Know. I looked it up earlier. I believe that one is the DMX song. No, no, Need to Know is the Doja Cat song. I was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Need to Know is the Doja Cat song, which is also very good, very very good. Um. And then we have Industry Baby. That is Lua's next featuring Jack Harlow. Yeah. Um, what's your name? Tyler Creator. And Hurricane. And Hurricane. <laughs> okay, so. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step I, back. I already know your answer. Yeah, no, you know my answer. But I, it's worth discussing. It is definitely worth discussing. Well, first off, I think there's a split. Okay. Uh, I think there's a split between, like, w- which of these I like the most. And what I think is going to win. Okay. Like, I don't think they're the same song. So, well, I think Industry Baby takes this easy. You think so? Uh, easy. And also... Well, considering how it's set up, and you said it's all for marketing, then yes, Industry Baby 100 cents. Well, no, just because it was the Which most... Is, it was... Dude, that, that song was like a moment. I know, but it's not as good. I mean, yes... I, I would say... You're not going to sit here and tell me that was as good as Pride is the Devil, Hurricane, and possibly What's Your Name. What's Your Name is the one where it's like, just because there are so many better songs than Call Me If You Get Lost. Okay, fine. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You know, 100%. Pride is the Devil and Hurricane are definitely better songs. Uh, or at least songs I like more. 100%. And, and then Need to Know Doja Cat, like, <laughs> she is popular right now. Yeah. But Industry Baby was just so huge. And like... Jack Harlow and Little Nas X are both like so huge, but my they're both peaking right now. But like my, especially like given the melodic performance part of it, like that being like the key thing, I give it to Hurricane. Yeah, yeah. If it's about and you know you know it's this, you can't not give it to Hurricane. And and you know who I think is like in it. Obviously not the weekend. He's singing. Obviously it's gonna be more melodic. But like little baby, like every time I listen to that song, it's like I come for the weekend, but I stay for little baby. Sometimes I gotta rewind that verse because I don't appreciate it. Man, all of it. Yeah. So that's the one. Although you, you I do know. and I like Pride is the Devil. It's just once it, it's the same thing as What's Your Name. Like they're just songs I like. Song. Yeah, there's better songs on the off season. Yes, uh, that I agree with 100%. But yeah, that's... Uh, I, I agree that Hurricane should win this, in my opinion. Because, um, you know, I, I've been following Hurricane since, like, it was supposed to be on, like, the mixtape that never dropped. Like, Yandy? Dropped. Yes. 
I've like, I've, when Hurricane was supposed to be on Yandy, that's how long I've been following. I love watching those videos where it's like, here's the evolution of Hurricane. Dude, every version's good. Yeah, although like I think like once they added the weekend, Eddie the, and I the, argued about this for quite some time. Really? Yes. I think mm. I just like the original version a little bit more. Not that the weekend was bad, but I like the grittiness of the original version. Yeah. Like you can, you can like it's a cheat code. Yeah, you can hear the the lyrics more in the original version, and it kind of sells like what Hurricane is like about. But then again, like also just putting this out there, I feel like it's the one-two punch of the Weekend and Little Baby that like sells the final version for me. Okay. All right. Let's get to the best song. So there's best song. There's five options. I've heard four of them. There's, there's we have Bab Salts. Best Friends. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Family Dies, Jail, and My Life. And this one's hard. Yeah, this, this one's actually a little bit This one's difficult. difficult. This one's hard. Is it, it, it's also like really hard to, like, to decide which one I think is going to win. Uh, I don't know who's going to win or which one deserves it. Okay, have you heard all these songs? Because I have not heard of the DMS song. I've heard every song but the Bab Salt song. Yeah, I have not heard Bab Salt. I would say... First off, I just want to say it right now. Probably my least favorite of the four songs, but I would not be upset if Best Friend won. Yeah. Yeah. That, That is completely fair to say. Yeah. I think... Man. Jail was my most listened to song last year. I do, that's, that's what I was going to say. I do love Jail so much. And I also do really like Family Ties, like, a lot. Family Ties is so, so good. Jail is so, so good. My life is so, so good. Yeah. I, if it's not one of those three, then... I don't know. It just it doesn't really work for me. It's got to be one of those three. Between those three, I have no idea. I'm probably going to go Jail. Yeah, I'm gonna say jail. As long as it's jail part one, obviously. Obviously. Because if they pull out some stupid stuff for like, oh, this is part one and part two, I'll be no. very upset. No, if you're including part two, it's my life. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. All right, best um, album. Best album? Yeah. These are all. <sighs> these are all good what albums. Are yeah, these are all yeah. good, al- <laughs> good albums. Uh, all but, season, but at Kings the- Disease 2. Call me if you get lost in It's kind of easy for me to pick which one, though. I, I like the most out of the four. And it's the off-season. I think it's the most complete album. Yeah, it's the, it's the one I want to win. It's the one that, like, if I have to give a shit about who wins this award, I want it to be the off-season. More specifically, I want it to be J. Cole. More than any other name of Yeah. Just because, like, I want J. Cole to get a Grammy. Yes. Yeah. But, like, I really like Donda. I really like Call Me If You Get Lost. It's just that, you I mean, know... Knowing it's Tyler, he's gonna, like, sneak in and win something. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, very popular. Like, he's on top of the world right now. Yeah. I don't know. I just... 
I don't know. It, it, it's impossible to say. Well, let's just say we want the offseason. Yeah, that's the one I got. But, like, I'm not really mad at any of these. Like, there is no Macklemore of this group. Yes, that's that's the important part. Yeah, there is no... There's nothing like that. Who doesn't even belong to be in the listing, let alone win. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, but I'm hoping for J. Cole. Yeah, I'd like to see him take home some statues. Well, well deserved. I can't wait for the mixtape. I can't yeah. wait for that mixtape. Unless that as soon as we get off this podcast. Absolutely. All right, so I think we're getting to, like, our topic, but I think we've kind of realized this is more of just, like, a grab bag episode. So. Which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. I, I actually kind of like it. I kind of like the uh, like the whole more freeform nature of it. But let's talk about streaming and music technology. So, my first question to you, Purvis is where do you listen to your music for the most part, and how? Um, I would say there's two different moods I have for music. There's just the casual, like, doing whatever. It literally doesn't even matter. It'll be in the, in the car, driving, literally in the background doing homework. There's one mood where it's just, like, whatever kind of music. But the second version is, like, legit sitting down, doing, like, a deep dive into an album. And, like, I am sitting down at my desk with the new Sony headphones that we get. Yeah. And, like, I am purely listening to every detail. Yeah. Active and passive listening. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And how do you feel? I'm, I'm the same way. I, I kind of have two different, like, if I'm driving, honestly, if I'm driving, I'm probably listening to a podcast. I don't like to fuck with my phone like while I'm driving, so I just put on a podcast because it's like an hour long. I don't gotta think about shit. Uh, but like if I'm like working or if I want something in the background, usually I'll put something like lo-fi or like house on, like something that doesn't really have lyrics because the lyrics will distract me. Uh, mm-hmm. But if I have my headphones in, like if I'm like walking, if I'm like actively listening to music, that's what I'm doing. Fuck, I messed this up. <laughs> yeah, like so I'm either like doing it while I'm doing something else, or like I'll either sit at my desktop with my monitors on, like really listening, actively listening to everything. Especially now that like I'm on title and I can get like that master quality, because I do feel, for me, I feel like there is a noticeable difference with the master's quality. So are you fully committed? Uh, have you switched completely? I've, com- I've completely Are you switched. fully committed? Like, have you done a full switch? Yeah, I've done a full switch. But my thing is, okay. it's become clear that I just, I find joy in, like, exploring different options and seeing, like, how different things are. So right now I'm using Tidal. I'm really enjoying it. I don't see myself changing it anytime soon, but that's not impossible. But truth okay. be told, like, unless things change very much, I will probably go to Apple Music, not Spotify. Really? Yeah. Because my problems with Spotify aren't, like, with the product, it's with the company. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that it's true. like a moral thing. Like, it's, it's very much a moral thing for me with Spotify. Like, I don't like what they're doing with the profits. I don't like how they're really fucking over artists. And that's not to say Apple Music is 
much better, but it is better. And at the very least, Apple isn't funneling money in the missiles. Like <laughs> that, that that definitely does yeah. make an impact. But I like t- but but I like the idea of like title, you know, paying a lot more per stream and giving money directly to artists, even though like I just had my first like artist payout thing where like they tell you which artist got your money. And like it was the weekend and he doesn't need it. But like <laughs> But like still, like I like that. Yeah. Like I'm I'm willing to pay for the I'm willing to pay a little bit more to get like the peace of mind knowing that like I'm getting all of this music and I am compensating those artists as fairly as can be within this model. Within this music is something that you could have access to all of it and it's not like you know you have to buy the album you know what i mean right yeah because like let's be, because let's be real like if you really want to compensate artists super fairly that's what you would do but that that would be the best method most yeah. artists make all of their money like i would say 90 percent of their money from either shows, album sales, or merch. Well, nowadays it's so. merch and, and, and shows. But when albums right. were selling like in the millions and like the tens and hundreds of millions, like that was a huge amount of money going to artists. And that's just mm-hmm. not in the age of streaming anymore. But so you're yes. someone who I think is living a dual life with streaming right now. Correct. Yeah. I am, uh, I've been enjoying both of them. I've been using Spotify and Tidal. Um, I'm still using the trial version, so I don't think there's any down. difference in terms of like you saying, like the hi-fi. No, I mean, like in terms of like yeah, like the service. Like I don't think there's any difference. Like oh yeah, 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 they literally look identical. Sometimes I forget which app I'm using. If I'm being yeah. completely honest, but that's not to knock anything. That that's just the yeah. way it's structured on the application. I would say about what was it? On my trial ends on the 18th of next month. So I've been kind of using title as a testing period to see if I can actually notice anything. So what I decided to do, and I know you did the same thing, so we'll kind of break down your headphones, but I went out and I bought the highest quality headphones that like are kind of rated right now. Um, they passed a lot of different kind of rating systems, but it is the Sony 1000X headphones. It is God tier. It is so good. Um, I decided to buy that because if I'm going to dive into Tidal and truly experience the Masters version, I wanted the best headphones possible. And can I say it, it's a difference? I didn't believe it at first. Yeah. And I thought it was all just like confirmation bias. But nah, bro, it's a, it's a difference. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, you've been holding that information out on me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, so like... like Go ahead. So, oh, I was going to say, like, what, what I've noticed, and this is the best way I can explain it. And we've, we've kind of discussed it before when we was eating at Harold's last week. But Shout out Harold's Chicken. Sponsor us. Oh, 100%. If they can sponsor us, God bless. That's the um, only sponsor I want. <laughs> nothing else. Every sponsor we have has to be based out of Chicago. Pay us in mild sauce. <laughs> One of the main things I noticed right off the bat we kind of discussed this earlier, was I think we do this out of habit. And I say I do this for sure, and I know a lot of people do this. But when you 
this could even be the like we said, there's passive act there's passive listening and there's active listening. Like passive might just be in the background, active like you're paying way more attention. Out of habit, I feel like we turn up the volume all the way. Like we want to hear all the yeah. sounds that the music offers. So naturally you just turn up your headphones. You don't have to do that with title. No, definitely. Which is insane. That is- that is the, it is so clear. It blows my mind every single time. Because, okay, so my experience is a little bit different than yours. Because I switched to title. I did not believe that the title, like, higher qualities would work until I was using it. Because I switched to title for artist compensation. Right? Like, I got fed up with Spotify, and that's why I switched to title. And the first few days I was using it, I have, I have a pair of AirPod Pros. And, like, you could notice it, but, like, it was not that big of a deal. And it was like, oh, okay, like, this is fine. And then I remember what song I was listening to. I, like, plugged in, like, the monitors I use, like, for the podcast. Like, these. It's not, like, the greatest pair of headphones in the world, but it's, like, the most standard. Like, the one that gives you, like, the closest to, like, a real, like, what you would get in a mixing studio. You know, it doesn't have like amplified bass like pretty much any other headphone you buy. And I put on Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it was like listening to the song like a whole new, like in a whole new way. After that, I realized like, oh, like these head, like these AirPods, like they just can't really hold up to snuff like to these higher end headphones. And I was, mine are kind of like they're older, they're like a year and a half old, and it's like, I burned through them really, really quick. And I was like, kind of wanted to get myself a new pair. I was kind of hoping Apple would announce a new one, but they didn't. And I got Tidal. And I'm like, I'll just get the the high-end Sony earbuds. So we didn't get the exact same pair, but we got the equivalent pair in the same line. So you got mm-hmm. the, high, the highest quality consumer over the ear. And I have the ones that go in the ear. Like, right. the, like the ones that are like AirPods. Right. Um, and even then, like, it is a noticeable difference. Like, I remember the night we you got it. Yeah, it is a noticeable difference. Well, you combine the the new headphones and the title master quality, it is a completely different music listening experience. And like, I'll be honest, like, I don't think like the other like the other uh, quality tiers. I don't notice it like as much. Oh, for sure. You know? Like the regular hi fi, yeah. I have not noticed the difference. Like yeah. it has to be the masses version. And then you can really, really tell. Yes. Yeah. And like I mean the hi fi, like if you play it like right next to each other, but like the C D quality one, like the there's the standard and then there's the first one, then there's the second one, and then there's masters. Mm-hmm. Like look, at, so Apple music apparently, like they Everything's in that second tier now. And, like, they didn't up the price of Apple Music. And, like, okay, that's cool. Like, if you're going to add this, like, that's fine. But, like, I would not pay extra for just the Hi-Fi. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, Spotify is dropping Spotify Hi-Fi, but it will be equivalent to, like, the Hi-Fi and not the title masters. False. What you, I didn't even know that. Yeah, What's going on with Spotify? Well... It's going to be something like it's not going to affect your current account. There's just yeah, going, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the, you know how there's the hi-fi title thing, not the masters, but like the the one that every song is in. Mm-hmm. 
Spotify is going to be launching like Spotify Hi-Fi, which has which plays music at the same bit rate as that Hi-Fi. Okay. And but the thing is, it's five dollars extra a month. Uh, that wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, it's not right. worth it, right? Because no. at least with title, you're getting that artist compensation part of it too. Very very true. Yeah. No, yeah, that that wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. And I, so I would say, like, you know, Spotify is worth it because it's so cheap. Title is worth it because it has the master qualities. And I have noticed that, like, a lot of new albums are coming out with master quality. I just kind of figured that was a standard because when, when I first downloaded it, I went back. So you kind of already know this. If there's three albums that define me, it's Birds in the Trap by Travis. It is Acid Rap by Chance, and then it is Blonde by Frank Ocean. Unfortunately, the only one with Masters was The Burden to the Trap. So that was the first one I listened to. Well, and like, it is insane. Yeah, no, Birds in the Trap sounds incredible. All the it, Travis Scott stuff does. Bro, there were so many sounds. Now, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I didn't know it was there, but I didn't know it was that detail and that specific. Like, there's parts that echo in the song that I didn't know was supposed to happen. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> like, it's noticeable. Like, the best example I have is that System of the Down song, where, like, in the, on the Spotify and the YouTube version of it, like, the voices are harmonized, and you can, it, it only sounds like one voice. Mm-hmm. But on the Masters, you can hear both voices. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. insane. And, like... It seems like a lot of the the digital age music, like a lot of the music that came out independently, that's like a lot of the stuff that's not getting, that doesn't have the master's quality. seems like it's only the big studio releases. Which I mean... Which makes sense. Those are going to be the people who yeah. have the, like, the access to those master, to even be able to master their music at that quality. But it does suck because, you know, I'm sure there's a better version of acid rap. It, it's interesting. I, I, I couldn't tell because I was, I was thinking about this as well. I didn't know if there actually was a better version because obviously the benefit of having the master's version is almost like that studio version. Like you're in the studio listening yeah. to it. Breaking it down, like if you want to get technical, <laughs> like the high five version is 1,411 kilobytes per second. And so that's what the download is. The master's quality is 9,216. Like, yeah. it is an insane amount of yeah. difference. It has 360 reality audio. And it has Adobe Atmos music. I don't think Acid Rap would have even had all this. No, it's like, just... Acid Rap, the way it's even made fundamentally, like, he grabbed local beats out of Chicago. That's what makes it special. Yeah. I don't think these people even had the, <laughs> the capabilities to have it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's that's like that's what sucks, but that's also like just the reality of it. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm loving the master's quality of like the stuff that you actually can get. (laughs) Yeah, you can definitely. It's worth it. If for the trial, it's worth it. And I will say this: I know. You're willing to pay thirty dollars for that high five plus. Oh, twenty. Or, um, twenty dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars. Not. $20. I would not be willing to pay. <laughs> let's let's make one thing straight. I don't straight. know. <laughs> I don't know if I can justify twenty dollars. I'm gonna be honest. 
Yeah, no, that's like, fair. What I might do, and I've been considering this. So with Spotify, you get Hulu. So I get Hulu for, for free. I still have the student discount, so it's still worth it in my opinion. Yeah. And I think the student discount is like five dollars, if that. Yeah. I looked it up. The student discount for Title was only ten dollars. Oh, that's that's a move. And then you so can get I, Hulu, I might, Disney yeah. Plus, and ESPN for nine dollars. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you might be. I, I think I'm gonna keep using it. I think I'm gonna keep using it. You th- you, so you you like Title? I do like Title. I will say Spotify is my home. That's where all my podcasts are, yeah. or not all my podcasts, where all my playlists are. I've spent countless hours collecting music and diving into. It knows my music the best. But if I want to sit down and just like enjoy music, it, it's going to be Tidal. Yeah. And I, sure. I like with the combination of Tidal and these better headphones, it, it really much is like you can have like that more active listening experience out in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and like another thing, let's let's make this fucking clear. Like, this is really really high quality digital music. This is not going to compare to a a vinyl hi fi system. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Like, even if you run it through like, because some people run, you can run title through like those hi fi systems, and they still sound like really quite good. But it doesn't sound as good as like good vinyl through like a really good hi fi system. So what are the things about Spotify that you prefer? Um, I think the thing is with Spotify, it's the comfort aspect of it because I've been with it for that long. So is it like, like, pure, like I said, is it like purely what? emotional? <laughs> maybe not emotional. Maybe well, no, I, I don't, I don't think, maybe I, I don't, like my... I don't say that disparagingly. Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, because like, to me, as much as I'm liking title and as very as much as I'm not looking back on Spotify right now at rose tinted glasses, it's very much the opposite. I can see some arguments for Spotify. You know what I mean? That aren't emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because like when you first said emotional, I was kind of on the fence about it. But low key, yeah, actually though, like my emotional attachment to my previous podcast, I've been here for six years now, so it's hard to be like, all right, I'm just gonna switch. Yeah, you know, and I think I think that's what sucks. I think, look, as cool as it is that music is now something that's so ubiquitous and so cultural that like something's gonna drop in two hours, we can just pick up our phones and listen to it. And mm-hmm. like with nowadays, like very recently, now you can listen to it off your phone at a quality that you would normally not be able to get because like you would either be listening to like CDs which were not as good, or vinyl, which is much more complicated and expensive, but better. So, like, it's like this weird new frontier, right? And, like, the thing that sucks is that we don't own any of our music. I mean, I make sure that I have, like, I have a hard drive with, like, all my absolute favorites on. Like, in case there's an, I decide to go nuclear. (laughs) Like, I have a hard drive that has everything. But I don't want to do that. Like, I like having a streaming service because I like having that immediate access to, like... To everything. Yeah, to brand new music, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, look, I'll say this. The the downfall of Tidal is that not everything goes to Tidal, right? It's not... You know, Spotify is almost as much SoundCloud as it is Apple Music. You know what I mean? 
Like everyone can have their music on Spotify. So that's actually what I was going to ask. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you was, so music streaming, in my opinion, is no doubt, is either a monopoly or legopoly, whatever you want to call it, where it's being led by basically three or four companies. Yeah. Do you think this is a good thing or bad? That's a bad thing. That is undeniably a bad thing. Why? Well, I don't. I'm a filthy socialist, so I don't believe in corporate power. Like, I think that's an inherently bad thing. Uh, I, I think having uh, this huge cultural artifact that's as old as humanity itself in the hands of the very few, very powerful, and let's be frank, very greedy. No, I don't think that's a good thing. I guess that's true. Yeah. I think ideally, like... If there could be, and I was, I was trying to think what situation would if, if there was, if there was, if our society, you know, was reimagined and there was a way for artists to make a comfortable living while being able to provide their art to us for no cost, like, which, you know, maybe I can give you a book about that. It's called The Communist Manifesto. <laughs> but like... Yeah. You know, like, that's, like, obviously that's a system far beyond what we have right now. So it's just the reality of it. And sure, like, as a consumer, I would say that streaming is better than, like, because let's, let's, let's keep it real. Like, is the, is the future of the music industry in fewer hands? Yes. Is that bad? Yes. But the music industry has always been in very few hands. You know, before this, it was the, you know, the uh, recording companies. Record makers. Right. Record labels. You know, mm-hmm. which is not a much bigger group. Like, uh, <laughs> that, that is true. That is uh, true. And, you know, music as a hobby was much more expensive back then. So, uh, as a consumer, I think streaming is, like, superior. Uh, it's just, I understand that it economically is just, going to make it very hard for like artists to survive and it's ironic because like if your goal is just to put out music and like you just want like you have a day job and you have no intention of making music your career it's easier than ever to put out that music you know i i can make a song right now and put it on spotify by morning yeah but we do it every week yeah we, well we do it but not with music I know, but I'm just Yet, saying, like, uh, <laughs> relax. <laughs> In some ways, like, it's easier forever for anyone to get their music out there. Like, that's just a fact. But, like, it's harder than ever to make a living off making music. And I don't like that. I think, you know, there used to be an entire genre of, like, working class musicians. Like, people who could, you know, it was more realistic that you could put a roof over your head and like feed a family off playing music. But that's just not true. I don't know the logistics behind it, obviously. Cause like through social media, all these artists are of course flexing their money because it's a part of the culture. It's yeah. branded. But it, I guess that is true that they really may not be making that much money until you've like made it like for real. Also like, like you need to be in the circle to actually be successful. Yeah, and also, like, you don't know, like, where the money they're making comes from. Like, and what I mean by that is, like, there are all these other, you know, it's like 50 Cent. Like, 50 Cent made more on vitamin water than he ever did on music. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, Megan The Stallion probably is one of those is probably the artist who can still sell albums or at least one of them. She's probably like one of the only artists that like streaming is built to accommodate because she's so so popular. But like, she probably made more deals off that Popeye's meal than she did uh, her last album. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. like I talked and about I, her the other week about her as well, but her and um, Travis Scott like. It reminds you of almost like the, and to connect it to the sports world, like obviously these contracts are huge, but like a lot of money that like Messi and Ronaldo makes or LeBron makes, it's from sponsorships. Yeah. So like Megan has deals with Popeyes, food industry, makeup, whatever. The the it, the list is endless. Yeah. My only thing so, is that it's look, I have zero issue with like those people making that money, right? It's a cruel mm-hmm. world out there. Make your fucking money. Yes. On the other hand, though, like, part of me is like, this is just going to disadvantage people. You know, the kind of artist who couldn't get a brand deal with Popeyes. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and, you know, could you imagine Kendrick Lamar on the tail of Pimp, to Pimp a Butterfly? <laughs> like, getting a, a brand deal with Popeyes? That would be insane. It just doesn't work. Yeah. And that's like and that's like a very tame example, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine someone like a folk artist. You know what I mean? We're talking about all this in the context of the most popular music genre in the world. You know? Yeah. Imagine someone who wants to just pick up a guitar and sing music that actually means something. Not I don't want hard cut. Who wants to pick up a guitar? And, like, play a song, you know? You don't have to cut that. Yeah, no, but you know what I mean? Like, not necessarily, yes, like, I do know what you not mean. to say that, like, hip-hop doesn't make soulful music. It makes the most soulful music. But, you know, what about someone like a Jim Croce or a, you know, Bob Dylan? Like, where does that person go? Right. Oh, the my entire God. demographic that it pulls in is much... Younger, different. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but it's not They're even. It's not even about demographics. It's about like what kind of art. Like if you're an artist who's going out there, you know, bringing truth to power, you know, who's actually saying something substantial. You, you think that pairs well with a with, with a McDonald's meal? No, it doesn't, <laughs> no. and it never it has, not. right? No. And like, look, it's look, it's great that there are musicians who are messy and Jordan and Kobe. But what's going to happen for the musicians that are Muhammad Ali? Are they going to be able to make a living? They'll stand for some. And I should... <laughs> yeah, they will. 100%. They'll stand for something, yeah. And look, that's like... The one, that's the only way you can look at it. And look, I think it's fair to say that, like, Colin Kaepernick stood for something and got a brand deal. So, like... <laughs> Matter of fact, he didn't stand. <laughs> I mean, ironically, he didn't stand. It's like the Tins thing. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, By the a... way, I... <laughs> I know we're getting towards the end of this, but the Bulls just came back from being 10 down in the third quarter, and like we're going into overtime, and I'm losing my mind. Okay, do you want to... And yes, we're keeping this in the podcast. Yeah. No, that's fine. Let's do recommendations. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to... All right, let's do recommendations. Let's open it up. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay, I'm going to do one that I know you love, Banana Clipper, but we're in the jewels. Oh, my God. Amazing. Wait, you've been listening so to them? Good. I might have. <laughs> oh my god i'm so happy 
Dude, you gotta do Run the Jewels <laughs> too. You gotta listen to Run the Jewels too. I've listened to all of them. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want you to sit back and like give that one like a good hard listen. But yeah, Banana Clippers is fantastic. So good. Yeah. It's such a banger. I I'm highly sorry. recommend. I went through a phase last year where I was listening to their first album a lot. And I highly recommend the song Job Well Done. Which one? Job Well Done and Sea Legs. Listen to those two. They go fucking off. Okay. All right. So my first one, I have a note thing. I've been keeping notes. Well done. All right. I'm going to go with one that I know you love too, right? Except this one, I think it's a little bit more obvious. Uh, Neighbors, J. Cole. Oh, so it, good. Absolutely. I know that's Such, your favorite song. Now. It's my favorite song by J. Cole. It's the only song that isn't like a master quality song on title that I've been listening to constantly. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. It's literally how I think about it. Yeah. If I want to listen to a song, that's like, it's going to be title. Yeah. Master quality. All right. Next but, one for you. Um, yeah. Next one that I was going to go over. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but Almeida. Um, by Solange is so good featuring Play with Cardi. Oh, it's kind of a sleeper, but it is amazing. Her and Beyonce, what, what a like, could you imagine being like a dual sister for that? That's like yeah. some Serena Williams. And like, anyway, I, I won't carry on, but um, really, really good, great feature, smooth. You think it's really, really good? This is something like it's just smooth, crank it out to. This is was, I think this is from the um. Like at the dinner table, what's the album called? Oh, A Seat at the Table? Yes, yes, A Seat at the Table. I'm pretty sure it's from this album. I think, hold on. No, it's from When I Get Home. It was the album Uh, following A Seat at the Table. Both of these are really good. End of story. Wow. So you really, really like it? Yeah, that song song specifically, listen to that first, and I guarantee you listen to the rest of the album. Okay. So the reason I, I said that specifically is because my second song is Really Really by Kevin Gates. Okay. Dude, that song goes off. It does. That song it is so good. Off. Also, in Master's Quality, it has such a different vibe. It's the Master's Quality? Oh, yeah. It's, and it's like, it's weird because like, remember how we were talking about how it's like not as loud and there's that space? This yes. really, really uses the space and it it's so different. I wonder if I actually like it without Masters more. Like, that's how I, that's, that's, oh. yeah, that's my hot take. This would be my last little piece on this then. Just because, like, we're talking about this anyway, doing the podcast. Yeah. But, um, as you said, with, like, that absence of space, I was going to bring this up earlier, but I, low-key, I was comparing this audio to, like, a video aspect where, like, people who don't really work in technology... When you sell, like when we worked at the Blue Store, for example, and we're like promoting a 4K TV, one of the selling points of a 4K TV is like the absence of color. And with that being said, like when a 4K, like let's say, for example, a 4K TV makes a scene of the dark night. Yeah. It looks so much better than a 1080p. Yeah, because it actually turns off. Yes. There's actually no light there. Yeah. Like, there's actually an absence of light. That's, like, that's the back panels, not the yes. resolution. But yes, I know what you yes. mean. But with, with that being said, like, that's how I connected it. Where, like, when you're watching a 4K TV, there's literally no light there. Where, like, if you're watching a 1080p, they have to create a black color. So, like, they have to create different shades of black. 
Whereas if you're watching The Dark Knight on a 4K TV, there's literally no light or like a dim version of the light. Yeah. And that's how I was thinking about like the absence of sound or like it's the quiet stuff on title where like you like, wow, I didn't even know 100%. that sound was there. <laughs> it's the absence. Like it's crazy. But anyway, sorry. Give me your last one. You got one <laughs> last, last one. one. And, I'll, and I'll shut up <laughs> finally. Yeah. Um, my last one. We've been talking about this all day. But Num Num Juice by Schoolboy Q. Oh my God. So hard. Such a fun song. I, I can't wait to do a deep dive on Schoolboy Q. We're going to assume. I, it's, yeah. it's so, so good. 100%. All right. Ready for my last one? I, I picked this one specifically. One, because I've been listening to it a lot. And two, because I think you're going to connect with it on an emotional level. Okay, so I picked the song Kirby by Aesop Rock. Not Aesop Rock, Aesop Rock. Okay. And the reason why is I'm not a huge Aesop Rock fan. Like, you know, he's good. He's just never really been. He's much more of a backpacker. He was on LP's label, you know. So, but just never really my thing. But this past week, I was watching my friend's dog. And the dog's mm-hmm. name is Billy. And for okay. some reason, that's the video for Kirby showed up on my YouTube recommended. And the song is about, it's just the dude rapping about his cat. His cat's name is Kirby. Are you serious? Yeah, it's just him. And like, it, the entire <laughs> song, the song's about how he's like depressed and like what helped him get over his depression was getting the kitten. But like, nice. but like the, the chorus is just, hey, Kirby, what you doing, Kirby? What you doing there? So, like, while I was watching my friend's dog, I was just following him around, like, hey, Billy, what you doing, Billy? <laughs> Dude, you should, I, I, I really want you to watch this video, the video for it. I'll, I'll send it to you in the Discord chat. You watch it right away. I, I think, oh my you, God. You, because you, I know you love your cat. And <laughs> it, it's a love-hate relationship, but yes, I'll yeah. okay. That yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, it's it's and it's a fun song too. The dude, his wordplay and his flow is incredible. It's like he's kind of like in that lyrical miracle realm, except his flow is also great. He's just not being fast as fuck. Oh, good. I, I don't like. Yeah, no, he's not the fastest. I don't like fuck. that all the He's time. very smooth, but he's very much like one of those ultra lyrical rappers. Like the song's just yeah. about his cat. <laughs> it doesn't have to. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. You ready to call it? Yeah, I think we've uh we've ran through it. All right. If you're a, if you're still listening, you're a no soldier. Man, we'll talk to you next week. We'll have something structured. Yeah, we'll have something a little <laughs> bit deeper. This has just been a whole lot of rants, but you know what? This is what we needed this week. I'm telling you right now, I'm This really... podcast is for us, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is facts. Right. I'm not even going to lie. All right. Night folks. <laughs>